it's the deep dive, Ep 8. We're in it. We're here. We're fresh off the game. We just got back from the absurd game at the G today. Massive game at the G. So welcome to everyone who's listening out there. Hope you enjoyed the Easter long weekend, wherever you are listening. Now and we've, we've got to try to remember what the Thursday game was. Yeah, it was, it was almost <laughs> like round one. You, you just pointed this out before we started recording. <laughs> so this long was ago. pretty much a week ago. So... We, um, we just got back from the, the Geelong-Hawthorne game, which was incredible. So it's going to be hard to talk through eight semi-mediocre games yeah, before we, we get to the end. But we touch on that game throughout, we apologise in advance, but it is fresh in our mind. That's it. So, But no, nah, we'll, we'll, we'll go start at the Thursday. So we're going to try something a bit different, guys. So we're thinking of... So we, we felt last week, we liked it, but we definitely rushed through, we felt through a few different sections. So we're thinking about, we're going to record two parts. So we'll drop the preview of the round as soon as we finish recording. And then we're going to do the looking ahead into the next round. We'll drop that the next day. It just gives you guys time, I think, as well. Yeah. A bit spread out through the week. And then it also means we're not like, and we're staying holy congr- shit. We've, got, we've been talking for 60 minutes and we haven't even got to the no. to the next round. And it stays congruent with who we are. We've said deep dive. We're going to deep I think dive we've, into everything. <laughs> so now that all the other That's parts it. of the game are out of the equation. So yeah. yeah. AFLW's finished. Uh, we don't need to look ahead to what the we think it's going to be like. We're actually in it, so we can actually well, just think, get into the games. Yeah, that's the thing, and I think the other thing too is like we're we, we, we're not a short form podcast, and I don't think we're ever going to be. I think that's pretty pretty clear. I think that's that's not going to be the, short the for medium. You and I. For all you're not short for <laughs> everyone else. Short for you and I is about an hour on what happened, and then nearly oh, one we could easily do two hours. And and I mean, I think that was very reflected already in the first few episodes. So. Let's start at the top. I don't have any any kind of like silly attempts at humour this week. The only thing I nah. would say, the only thing I would say, is a few people were a bit confused with that Liberatore joke that I did at the start of last week. If I'm only going to, I'll, I'll <laughs> yes. give you, I'll yeah. give you a clue. If you're too young to realise what it is, or you're potentially a bit older from that generation, look up on Vice's YouTube channel and just search on their channel Darude. D-A-R-U-D-E, Sandstorm. And then they've done... A, actually, I saw this week, they did a breakdown of what that song was and why it's important to drug culture. And you'll see <laughs> what the joke was and, <laughs> and, and the tie in there. But that's all I have well, to say. So if, you, if you're confused about that, I, I thought it was not that obscure of a reference, but apparently it was a little bit obscure. But I don't think... Maybe I'm getting old. So I'm not sure. I didn't think that was no, too I obscure. No, I think you were, you're pretty big into pop culture and other... Oh. Stuff like you get into a lot of things, and we I might just I, have to hide I, I thought that was something AFL that was, fans are right into it. I didn't. No, let's let's well, not go too obscure. No, not too obscure. Let's let's stick we to our strengths. So let let's start at the top. So so the grand final replay. That's it. Thursday night. Um, so this feels like a hundred years ago. So and if you look at what we talked about in the last episode, <laughs> we were pretty pretty off the money, but that was based on what we thought the teams were going to look like. But that's that's it's a good thing to say off the top, actually. So obviously our tips were horrific this week. So if you if you used our guidance for your tips this week, Sorry. I, I apologise. But to be fair, I think pretty much everybody got it wrong. Like the highest anyone got in the comp that I'm in was three. 
So that yeah, was the I'm best. I'm not in the comp, and there's a good reason for that because I got one this week. You got week. one. I got two, but again, I, I so forgot one, to change I the Bulldogs um, West Coast game. I thought I had changed it. One of our followers no good. said, uh, be careful, Icarus, to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know who Icarus is, uh, don't fly too high to the sun or too low to too the sea. <laughs> That's so, it. That was me. Yeah, yeah anyway. So games. That's AFL. Adelaide beat Richmond um, 118-82, so it was 18-10 to 12-10. Look, so this was a... This feels like a thousand years ago, but, I mean, the main the main takeout out of this game was this was a much closer game, I think, than, than the scoreline says. Like, if you just looked at that score without having seen the game and just thought, oh, wow, you know, Adelaide convincingly, you know, took on Richmond and, you know, that, that's, a, that's a... You know, six goals, that, that's pretty solid. This game is pretty close. And the other thing I would say, too, is, you know, this was the worst I've seen Rance play forever. I thought Cochin was miles off the mark. Um, some of the Adelaide kids were really solid through the game. I mean, I still think they really miss Lever. Um, I think that's going to be an issue as time goes on, especially with some of the injuries. They were having to play... Um, the you know they're having to swing a few things forward that kind of hurt them in the back, which kind of exposed them without lever. Um, you know they were playing Gibbs a number of the times way up forward, which Grady got a couple of goals, but then you know it kind of leaves a few holes down back. So I don't know. I mean, there was a, there was a number of times I felt where you know Richmond were switched on, but they were look, well, just their pillars. Their pillars absolutely. were just not there. Well, five minute mark of the final quarter. Richmond were only down by nine points. This is the thing, and so very close. Um, yeah, look, they they just got the certainty towards the end. Yeah, as Hardwick mentioned in the presso, yeah, um, just a number of, which is unlikely for any team, not just the reigning premier. A number of key players and and support players just mm. had a day that they'd like to forget about. And it happens. It, it's sport. It's well, like everyone in their day to day jobs. Sometimes you just have a, day, you just a down. Perform. You just don't have. You have a down day. And, and hard to accept that perform. afterwards. That a lot of them just, mean, had yeah, just had a down day. Day. So yeah, it's 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 un- unfortunate if you're a Richmond supporter. Great if you're an Adelaide supporter. And I think when you take that step back, and I'm a mutual supporter, you sit there and go, okay, that's the nature of the bees. Yeah. Um, well, Adelaide were down a rotation, and and, and you they know, were, they'd be fuming from the week before. Well, I think the the interesting thing was that well, that's it. But I mean, the interesting thing for me was that I really liked that move from Hardwick to roll Dusty forward. I think he just banked on the engine would hold up enough, but it 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 really wasn't enough. I know no. Dusty kicked five like he was fantastic, but there's only so much he can do. Like we speak about this all the time about how one player's not going to be able to you know, turn an entire game. It's yeah, so it's, difficult to it's do. So, it's what's so unique about our sport, or this particular game. If it's, our voices sound husky, by the way, it's because we've been shouting, yeah, we were yelling, shouting at the so football. Maybe it sounds good on the radio. I don't know. <laughs> um, no. But, yeah, it's not a close... It's just large grounds, big number of players in the field. Yeah. A superstar can make the difference between a win and a loss, but they can't necessarily always propeller win no, no. like we've referenced NFL but you look at soccer around the world a, a gun striker can be and NBA as well yeah, yeah they can just they can they can take that's one of the things I love game. about AFL is that it's actually much more difficult for it to happen yeah. 
Speaking of speaking of down games, did you see that Channel Seven did a puff piece on Alex Rance at halftime, and he he played basically his worst game ever, and then they did this like big puff piece on you know Rance's progression as a player. It was pretty awkward, (laughs) and they did one on Eddie Betts as well. Commentator, he was pretty bored too. Oh, the commentator, but it was pre-recorded. It was done way, 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 way. But it's interesting. The commentators, just timing was. And we've all we all watched the game, and it's funny. It's like, oh, this guy, he's a he's a dead eye dick. And then it goes out in the full light there. Yeah. We're no, known for uh, really uh, putting the player up on a pedestal, uh, only for them to come around and put mud on our face. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so Tex, Tex was better. Tex was kind of that, you know, pest type player that he was last year, you know, really getting into the to the faces of the opposition. And, and he was really solid. I thought he was relatively good, given our soft years coming back. Um, I mean, I, I just, I still can't believe... first bat. Yeah, I think so. I mean, and he just brings that leadership that well, that's it. and that confidence, I guess, to some of those younger players in that team. So he sends them texts, you know, text to a text. Hey. No, well, he does literally the, the disgrace text. You know, did you hear about this? I know he gets angry with people. No, no. So there was a. This is what this again. This is what's funny about this podcast. I explain the news to Smitty. So, oh, by the way, you're Michael. Oh, Michael, this is That's Trent. right. Sorry, we're ten minutes in. I, I'm Trent. We're going back to our old ways. Back. We just did an intro ten minutes in. But um, the only thing... Hang on, what was I even saying? I've lost text, the line out. Text, text, text. Sorry, that's what I was, sorry I was going to tell you. Um, so there was a text message that leaked out during the week into the press that he had sent during this cult camp that they went oh, on. Oh, the cult camp. The yeah. cult camp. And it said, yeah. it finished with disappointing texts. And I was like, does he mean that he's disappointed in himself? Or he's disappointed in space, space... From text, but he didn't put like a hyphen or anything. A bit slow. A bit weird. Oh, weird unit. Very weird. <laughs> but the the text. Is he like Samson? The text. Like, as soon as his hair it's was very cut, difficult to say all this. The text text Sam- saga has no no influence. I don't think on no. the way they play. But has he lost his power over, like Samson? Like ever since he cut his <laughs> mullet. <laughs> Oh, he's a strange unit, but it seemed to it seemed to work on Thursday night. Yeah. But a big, but a, all I would say, my big take out of this is a massive reason f- for why this fell apart. Was, uh, well, sorry, why um, Adelaide were able to win was <laughs> the, all the major pillars for Richmond were just down. Yeah, they were so. way way down. So I, I I don't know I I don't to be honest I'm not taking a lot out of this game in terms of how good Adelaide are or how poor. Richmond might be like I don't think oh, either view. one is. You would agree. Long term view, like we've predicted from the start of the year, these two teams are going to be there about again. You would assume so. Both going to You've got them pretty low, but no, yeah. I've got them in eight. Just eight, yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll get to the other team from South Australia <laughs> and we'll talk about them why I think they're going to be I think a better you, team. I think you, I, you know, <laughs> I, I reckon a Port Jedebes grand yeah. final wouldn't actually be that surprising, but. Yeah, but look, uh, they're both quality teams. Um, Adelaide had a bad week last... Well, they didn't even have a bad week last week. They just got overrun by Essendon. And I think I personally read probably a bit too much into it, and that's why I thought Richmond would get on top of them. Forget how good they are at home. And I think they're going to be that tough again this year. I thought Rory Led was fantastic. So we got... Did he have another 40... 41 41 possessions at 73%. He's, um, he's like Lever who? So he's actually got two consecutive 40 disposal games. And did you know... There's only one other player that's done that so far this year? That's it. But it's actually the first... So it's the first time it's actually ever happened in history. And it's happened twice. Wow. For two players, two players at two, two different, different clubs. 
That's unbelievable. I I'm actually a- didn't realise that had never happened. No, me either. And, and it's happened twice. And, so, and these types of things aren't meant to be happening in AFL at the moment. No. It's meant to be low scoring, uh, even it's, possession. It's definitely not low scoring, which we'll get to. Yeah, so anyway, it's, it was good. Look, it was a really good way to start the, the round. Um, I think, as we touched on last week and the week before, we're not really going to get a clear indication of where all the teams are at until. Too early. Yeah, too early. Way too early. And yeah. uh, we, there's big question marks along or against a couple of teams that mm. we know of. But ultimately, some of the, the there's probably ten or twelve teams that are going to look really good one week, maybe drop a little bit the week after, especially if they're playing quality opponents. So Adelaide were plus forty four contested, and they were negative thirty eight in the grand final. That's a big turnaround. That's a fair turnaround. That so, is a I mean, massive turnaround. <laughs> that gives you an idea of the significant turnaround. And Jenkins was appalling in the grand final. He kicked what did he kick five. Well, let's be honest, Adelaide just didn't turn up on grand final. Yeah, he kicked five goals too, so... Yeah, so that's huge. And if they can do um, that, then they're going to be very hard Yeah. To but I don't, I, look, I don't look at that... It's hard to, to I don't take too Richmond. much takeaway out of it. I mean, I... I yeah, I mean, I, the only other thing I would say was I think Greenwood was really good, and he had a really minimal preseason as well. I think his mum died. He had a whole bunch of stuff that happened in the um, off-season, but he was excellent. I, again, I really like the Fog. I, re, I think he's going to be great, the, yep. the young... Uh, Foganini, they've got the, down there. The Foganini's, <laughs> but he's actually going to be actually great at the sport he plays. Fog. Um, yeah, I think the entries into inside fifty for Richmond as well were were woeful. They were just pitiful. They just were just, away. just just garbage. Like yeah. that's why Jack kicked none. He, he's, the delivery was horrific. It wasn't necessarily his fault. Just the delivery was awful. I can't <laughs> wait to get um, Prestia back. That'll be really good. Prestia back and Prestia and in, Rioli. I think Caddy. Cat, well, Cat, so Cat, this is the other thing too. So, Caddy, they've accepted the suspension. Um, so, it's looking like I would imagine Prestier in Caddy. If he's out. fit. Well, he did really well in the VFL, just gone. It sounds like he's going to play. He should be coming, yeah. If he's fit and ready to go, they'll bring him back straight. I mean, he'd come back without Caddy. I think they would drop someone else for him. He's too, too classy, can rotate forward and mid. I'd, I'd be surprised if they wouldn't just bring him back straight away, regardless. Richmond only took 52 marks for the whole game to 106. 52? So that's 52, that's it. To 106. Yeah, well. Over double. So, yeah. I mean, look. Jeez, I'm surprised they, they were that close in the last quarter. Yeah. You know, in that state now, I didn't look into that. But marks inside 50. So Adelaide had 10, Richmond had 4. 4 that's, is. Yeah, they're not gonna, you're not going to win too many games if you, <laughs> you, you do that week in, week out. But look, again, I think this was just an anomaly. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't think this. It's too early to read season. into this. These two teams are going to be yeah. right up there. I just think this is a. I'm, I'm going to look at it for me as a, a bit of a one-off when it comes to these top players at Richmond, and I'll, I'll be very interested to see how they back it up against the Hawks next week. Yeah, it's going to be. We'll, we'll get into later on. Game, yeah. So that's it. So the Crows won by 36 points. Let's move into the next game. Um, so there was no football on Good Friday. So into into Saturday. Um, so. Oh, 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 sorry. Well, there oh. was a game. What? But you could look over Who? it if you really want. What? What game? Oh, well, one team turned up. Hey, Who played? Dogs and... Oh, North oh, no. Melbourne and St Kilda. Wow. <sighs> if you're a Saints supporter, you're probably not listening right now, let's be honest. Yeah, probably on the probably just You're probably torn up 
given up your membership. We had a couple of... Um, I know it's early in the season, but jeez, this team... I'm going to take a coach. bat to a couple of teams this round, and I'm, I'm sorry, the bat's going to go pretty heavily on Saints. All the pressure that has been this on Buckley. This was a disgrace. I'm sorry, but... So, if you didn't know the score, just to read it from the top, 95-43, to 43, North Melbourne beats St Kilda. I don't so care that 13, North Melbourne 13-17, could have been a lot worse. No, 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 not, not about that. 13-17. To 13. five to five goals, 13. 13 so all shots. day, all day, St Kilda got five goals. At Etihad. At Etihad Stadium on a fast deck. Yeah, today home. we had 18 goals versus 17 goals. We had at today G. at the G. And versus bloody 13 goals versus five goals. I mean... Where do you, where do you even start? I, I mean, I'm very glad that I'm not a St Kilda. They're very... And I've been known to pump, pump them up too much. Uh, but there's always been question marks about where are the A graders. They literally do have one Steve. at this point. And Jack Stevens is. And he must be getting frustrated. Jack with the mullet, yeah. Um, these players that have the ability or the supposed ability, hmm. uh, if they don't stand up soon, first of all, they're probably out by the end of the year. Oh, mate. But more importantly... This coach, was like watching grass grow. This was one of the most boring games I reckon I've ever seen in my whole life. I hope you as the audience know I'm dedicated to this podcast because I tell you what, I would have switched this off so fast if we didn't have a podcast. That was literally the only reason I kept watching Yeah, that's well. That's huge dedication. I didn't. It was unwatchable, this game. It was a piece of shit. We had multiple North people tweet to us and say... So one guy actually said, I, I feel like I should apologise for this. And I said, you're welcome to ring into the podcast. <laughs> and we can you can apologise on air. And he was like, oh, I think a few North supporters might not be pleased with that. But I'll tell you what, this this was a ridiculous game. I mean, let's 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 actually, let's treat get, this game in two halves. Actually, before, yeah, before you get no, into no, your your batting, no, the bat and no, the bat can come second. <laughs> let's start with the positives. Yeah, let, let's not take anything. Ben away Brown, from North. Tick, yeah, Brown, Tick, Star, Good, the young Yunaki, your mate, Tick, Uniac, Uniac, sorry, Davis, Uniac, Tick, Kurt Ticket, Tick, It. It. Um, Billy Hartung looks like he's going to bring tick. some I've written pace. that in my notes. I wrote Hartung. Tick. Yeah. I've literally written that down. Wait. I've about 10 notes. That's it. Normally I write wait. about 40. Wait. Oh, sorry. Go. Do you want me to tell you my wait. weight joker came up today? <laughs> so we went out for lunch today. Wait. Wait by name and wait, wait by, by nature. But he was But he was good. He yeah. was good. We've been waiting quite a while for this yeah. guy to get good. So. But he's good. And it's a bad look, pun, I'm sorry. Yeah, it is a bad pun, but that's what we're here for. <laughs> it's part of football. So, look, yeah, no, nothing it's away from North podcast. Melbourne. We've, well, we've had cheeky stabs at them in every episode. They so were good. Far. But they were good. But honestly, a 52-point <clears> margin, wow. I would not have... And I don't think too many... Even diehard North supporters would have predicted that. So, as good as North were, yeah. St. Kilda were equally and add some worse. So... Let because me... they have been put on a near top eight team this year, and not many people have got North anywhere near the eight. When and that's, can I and that's bring the bat out? So now here's the bat out. The, the bat out. I've been polishing it for you, mate. Just... <laughs> the bat's oiled up. Yeah, it's an aluminum bat, as so... the Americans would say, aluminum, Al- aluminium. Aluminium. <laughs> they can't pronounce things very well. Um, this was one of the more insipid performances I've seen from a team in a long time. St Kilda were ridiculously bad. Five goals. They got smashed by 15 inside 50s. Like, they they did not look like winning 
even a minute in, you were like, these guys look... Do you know how bad this was Absolutely me? garbage. I turned over to watch Home and Away. Mate, I'd rather, I'd rather watch a blank <laughs> television. I, this was... Yeah, honestly, just... they were so bad... Aside from being low scoring, like they, they kicked, what did they, I forget the exacts, but they kicked like 12 or 13 points, 10 points or something like that before they got a goal. Like it was unbelievable. It was just... How can a professional oh, sports team kick five goals in a whole game of football? So, uh, no, so as an example, no player got more than one goal on the entire of St Kilda's side. No multiple goal scorers. Didn't Gold Coast none? Score, didn't Gold Coast kick more zero goals in 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 the water? Like a so, water Lynch game? Lynch kicked eight in the next game. We'll talk about in yeah. a minute. And not one player in the entire of, the, of St Kilda's side kicked anything. It's just um, unbelievable. No, I don't think there was any multiple scorers in the underwater game. No, not multiple. So. I'm talking about the overall score. It was no, it wasn't. It was fifty-five. Oh, you're right. So Gold no. Coast kicked more in, in a flood, underwater, underwater than say in the Mariana Trench, dry track. Yeah, insipid. Wow. So I think they were just disgusting. I think. Um, do you want to talk about Richo? This is a point you were wanting to oh, make. Oh yeah, Richo. So Buckley. For, I know he's at Collingwood. It's a big club, and so much pressure to play finals. Just constant attention. Blah blah blah. On blah. Collingwood's all but it is. Richo, the what's his Richardson? What's his first Alan name? Richardson. Alan Richardson. If anyone was watching um, game day, they brought up a stat since he's been coaching there. He's winning at under forty percent. It was thirty eight or thirty six percent. Buckley, in contrast, fifty one point eight. Hmm. Winning percentage. So, the person that should be under more pressure, or under immense pressure, because don't get us wrong, St Kilda fans and AFL supporters have been putting St Kilda as the next big thing for the last two or three years, and they're not performing. And in fact, the retirement of those two big stars from last year is looking immense. It For them, they've got... Kosciuszko um, in front of them to, to reach before mm. they even think about playing finals. So there's some worrying times at St Kilda, and I can't see where the answers come from. It's such a young list. Uh, who steps up? Where are the senior players that step up? Yeah. I... And if you have a look at their well... next five, it's a tough next month and a bit for them. They play, who is it? I know, I know they've got Geelong at the Cattery. They've got Hawthorne at Tassie. They're going to lose almost every Melbourne, game. Melbourne and, I think GWS. and GWS as well. So, They'll get belted. So that, that's and we'll get like into some Kilda next tough, week. Yeah, that's yeah. a tough, tough run ahead. So. <clears throat> anyway, I mean, you could talk for hours about how bad it was. But, I mean, so the only other takeaways out of it. The McCartan hit. So if you haven't caught up on this, McCartan smashed someone. But he, he ended up getting off. Yeah. Um, look, the only thing I would say with St Kilda was that Billy Longer... Um, got injured really early, and um, Josh Bruce went into ruck, but he's got a lift. I mean, if he, I mean, if he can't play up forward, then he needs to become a solid ruckman or something. And he's got to find consistency oh, week in week out. And you know, I think that's a lot of players on that list. There's cons- inconsistency. It's just, it's going to hurt you because your morale just stays really, really low. Yeah. And it, even if, <clears throat> I mean, we'll talk about Carlton soon, but um, you can't have. These whatever they call them, respectable losses or these honourable losses, 
if you're not backing it up the next no, week and making a win yeah. or win three or four in a row or whatever it may mm. be, these the, at the end of the day, you don't play to lose by <clears> one or two points week in, week out. Yeah, yeah. it might, oh, that looked all right. Four points is what they play for because they want to play finals and then ultimately win flags. So enough of the bullshit and just get on with it. It'd be fascinating to see whether these two teams keep the game because the last the, the two of them haven't been very good and this was one of the worst games and this will be easily the worst, if not one of the worst games of the entire year. Um, yeah, the only thing. Sorry, I was no, going to say the other thing um, on the more on the positive side as well. Uh, and this is just me personally <clears throat> Trent may or may not agree I think North actually will be a bit more competitive than I thought they were no, at the no, start no, of the no. year I don't disagree I like, I, look I think North have got some promising signs but the, I mean it's very hard not to talk about St Kilda because they were so appalling it's very very hard like a team that people some people have put them in their 8 like some people have picked them at 8th yeah. They, and and they they look like they are far. They from look the top like eight they side. look like a bottom four side. They legitimately look that bad with the dogs who we'll get to. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I would say at the end of this game in the press conference, Alan Richardson. Um, so because it was the Good Friday appeal, um, Alan Richardson and um, Brad Scott had uh, like a, a child in their press conference that had a you know a, a sickness or something. To sort of you know talk a bit about what they had and you know kind of help raise money for the appeal, which is all all good. In the St Kilda one, they had this poor little fella that had all these operations and poor little guy. Like, how embarrassing is that to turn up and play like that? And yeah. this kid's spoken to the team before the before the game. That's that is ridiculous. This kid's like fought for his life, and they can't even they rock can't up even to a game. a game. They can only kick five goals in that amount of football. I mean, that's... That, Do you think there's too The kid many... said, the kid said, you know what he said? And he summarised the whole game. We should have got him on the podcast. We should have got him to do the game for us. He, he literally just goes, look, I think the uh, the big problem was we kicked a lot of points and not many goals. Straight down the line. Bang. I like him. Straight bat. I liked him. I'm, 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 a bit, I'm a little bit more open and a bit off, off centre. I wonder if there's He's like too many, eight. I wonder if there's too many players and not just St. Kilda, I think might probably a lot in lots of teams, but St. Kilda at the moment, uh, is this sense of entitlement, like they get a paycheck, so it's just a job. Like they've been listening to old mate tennis player for Australia and Tomic. Like, Tomic and going, you know what? Who cares? I'll get paid. But you know what? Guess what? If you keep playing like that, you get cut. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it was an appalling game. So there's not much more. That's, it's hard. It's a lot of speculation with this team. We don't know what's going on internally. But looking at their four or five weeks ahead, I reckon Richo's massively in trouble. I actually think he's the coach that's more likely to get sacked out of anyone in the league currently. Look at look at the teams. Port Adelaide, no. Sydney, no. Dogs, potentially. But probably not. the flag buys probably, you time. Yeah, buys him time. Eagles, no. Not yet. Unless they just completely bombed nah, out, but unlikely. By time. Dockers, not yet. Essendon, no. He just re-signed. Sign. Lions, no. Melbourne, no. Giants, no. Um, Hawthorne, definitely not. Hawthorne, absolutely not. Collingwood, no. Blues would be a bit of a, a hint at it, but not yet. If they, well, only if they Gold don't. Coast, no. Adelaide, no. Richmond, no. So the only one that's, that's I reckon there's a bit of blood in the water is, is Luckily, the Bolton are the only other two coaches. That have They're the only ones that are sort of on the edge. And but that's the clear they, one that's, is St Kilda. Yeah, and that's because they, Buckley... Anyway, we better keep... Is Collingwood and Bolton, is it Carlton, two big 
power yeah. clubs. That's all. So this was this was a big reason why we wanted to split the episodes because as the season goes, there's there's, there's a lot more football stuff that we want to talk about. More and, to analyze and more analyze, more more to more to get in deep. And and if we're sort of you know rushing then again to the next round, it just gets too difficult. Yeah. So, so next moving game, on to big day Saturday. on Saturday, four games on the on the Saturday. All around the country, which is really good. So Blues start off um, with yeah, Blues and Saints. Oh, no, sorry, Suns. Sun, sorry, and it was um, an interesting game. Um, Suns ended up getting up. They kicked 15-11-101 and to beat the Blues, who nine thirteen sixty seven. So again, could have been a much closer game. Um, accuracy. Uh, yeah, sort of let them down. I think it comes back. To, I don't like giving them this reason because they're a young team. You know what? They've been a young team for th- two or three years yeah. now. I'm sick of so, these honourable losses. I'm I'm sorry. I, I think uh, Bolton is going to be really really fuming because he would have penciled this in. Not penciled in. I shouldn't say that because the Suns are obviously no. They probably would have. No, but, that's a fair point. But they would have thought this was a win, very winnable game. Knowing Absolutely. that the Suns have not been. Well, they haven't been winning many games, period, but travelling down to Melbourne is not something they this do. This shouldn't have been the result. And, and it should have been the other way around, it, it really. Should re- well, we tipped Carlton. And, I yep. mean, look, Suns were plus nine clearances. The Suns smashed it in the ruck. The Suns smashed the tackles. The There was just so many. Weedering looks absolutely cooked. He looks so yeah, do, out at sea. He do just, you reckon he's been burnt out from I don't know what's going on. I have still... no... no the, well, obviously, we don't know, but... He looks a shadow of the player that we thought he was going to be this year. He looks, he just looks lost, as I said. I don't know what's going on with him. No cruiser killed him, so cruiser was a laid out. Had I known cruiser was not going to play, gee, that starts to, to flick it towards it does, the absolutely. Suns. And we both really rate Lynch. We're not one of these people, you know, we, we do think he, and I, yeah, I keep, didn't keep, think he'd kick eight. Keep but keeping I, girls I, I, I thought, well, that's it. <laughs> But I didn't. I didn't think he would kick eight. He did the buddy score, kicked eight one. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't. But still, I thought he would kick a bit. Jeez, Mark Murphy admitted after the game that you know they got ahead of themselves, and oof, Jared Garlett nearly took Mark of the Year. That was pretty cool. But I tell you what, jeez, it was a frustrating game from a Carlton perspective. Um, the Liam Jones experiment looks like it's uh, just that a science experiment. Looks yeah, like yeah. it's just completely gone wrong. Obviously, I know they've. So this is, if you're not aware, Liam Jones was at the Dogs. Carlton last minute picked him up. They tried him down back, turned him into this quality backman, and he and um, Doherty were fantastic down back last year. Doherty's got injured, and yeah. all of a sudden Liam Jones looks cooked. And I reckon that's a big part of it. I reckon he needed him as a swingman. Yeah, absolutely, and that's a good uh, leaning because I was going to talk about uh, Doherty because I, I think it's apparent. Massively. Yeah, as as this season go, goes along, I think. Especially this first half in the latter part, so the second quarter, let's say. Yeah. Uh, I think that's when Carlton will really get exposed without Doherty. And then come later, maybe the last quarter, they'll realise how to play without him and they'll start to st- structure it a little bit better. That's how I see it because, yes, they're a young team, but I think there's still a number of their more senior players that haven't played a lot of football. Um, um, Ed Kerno. I yeah. didn't realise he was twenty eight. Thought he was twelve. Yeah, I know. I know Charlie's his younger brother, but I thought he was. <clears> I thought, he was, I thought he was about the same age. But he hasn't played a lot of football, so he's really still just learning Missed the a lot craft of, yeah. now. So I mean, these 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 are the type of guys. And again, I don't want to take any um, uh, light away from the fact that they were pretty piss poor as well. Yeah, um, <clears> and you can't keep making up excuses. You're playing professional sport. You're paying paid a lot of money to 
play Let's well. Do it. So, so hat off to the Suns, mate. They they are the they need to change their name. I think to the Gypsies. They're playing extremely well without to the, a home. The home Gypsy ground. Coast. You know, this is an example of why some stats are rubbish. Just to look at. So Carlton won the inside fifties by seventeen. And the final score was 67 to 101. What does that prove? It's what you do, do with, with it. it. Yeah, absolutely. It's not how much you get, it's what you do with it. The, the game today was an example, example of that. that. Yeah, absolutely. So lucky, the, the, lucky the team that got it in there won because yeah. we'd be talking about that a bit Exactly. More. But, the, but the reality is, like, that's, that's such a classic example of, yeah. of, of, the, of, you know, oh, well done, you won the inside 50s. I, I, I mean, it's all down to efficiency. And look at the Suns. Yeah, they were efficient. And for the soccer fans out there, this is classic. A team can possess the ball mm. for the majority, and even though of time, it's high scoring, it's still true with AFL completely. Yeah. But that team that puts the ball behind the net more times is going to win the game. So yeah. it's irrelevant. It's it's what you do with it when you've got the, your hands on the ball. And and of the Suns, they they, they look quality. And I, I think you and I, I have said good. you and I have said this off air for the years, obviously off air because this is the first time we did, did the podcast. The biggest <laughs> problem for the Suns has been keeping their fit players on the field. They just haven't been able to keep the best twenty-two to twenty. A lot of injuries. Eight players yeah. regularly, and and Ablett was um, and a number of players obviously wanted to really leave, leave because yeah. because of because of that. So mm. look, I. I like him, and I hope they've they got really Fremantle well. next week in Frio, so that's going to be yeah. But it's a home game. For it's them. a home game, though. Yeah, I think it is which we'll good get money to. for that. But, but look, so yeah, look, we, I, I rate the Suns. I think that one was good. Yeah, I think I they're going to be much that. higher up. Uh, I think this proves where Carlton are disappointed at. in Carlton, but not disappointed. Dis- nowhere near as they were nowhere near as insipid as as St Kilda. No, or a dogs. They even though the dogs scored. 70 and Carlton scored 67. And if Murphy, different different games, they'll play differently, and then also the Eagles and if never Murphy's, look like losing. And if Murphy's coming out as a captain saying, We got ahead of ourselves, good. They yeah. know that he can pull it back and, and go back to the basics, and I think they'll, uh, that'll be probably good for them having this early upset loss. So, throughout the year, one of the things I want to do as well is pick a couple of players here and there to highlight. So, we'll do a few heat checks with a couple of players. Someone I really like the look of at the Sun. So, we're going to pick some. Lesser known, more, we're not going to, you know, Dusty or anyone like that. That's not interesting. I want yeah. He's always going to be good. I want to pick kind of random units that are doing things really well, yeah. getting really quality numbers, but are not necessarily getting their, you know, getting, you know, much attention. So Jared Lyons for the Suns, 36 disposals, 27 kicks, 9 handballs. Disposal efficiency was still at 61%, which is pretty good for that level of, of, so f- of possessions. So fair to say the boy can play? One goal, three goal assists, nine score involvements. Yeah, wow. So this is a, a classic example of you know, what, what would be fun to do, I think, throughout the year is just to sort of pick a couple of players here and there, just absolutely random players, um, ones that you don't hear about, especially in Victoria, just, just to sort of chat about. Because that, that is fantastic. I mean... He he basically dominated the game. Like he was fantastic through the whole game. He smashed it for the Suns in the engine. And you know Carlton have got a pretty decent midfield now. You know they've got Murphy, they've got um, Cripps, they've got some seriously good players. So anyway, let's move on to the next game. So we have the Pies and the Giants. So the Giants just ended up getting over the Pies. So we said that this was going to be a murder at the G. We said that the Giants were going to smash the Pies. We picked them by 100 points. Do you, yeah. know, do you want to know what? Oh. Do you want to know what? It was a murder at the G, 
in a different way, not so much for the scoreboard, but for the players. players yeah. So two people died in this game. So we had Broomhead, nice, Broomhead, who I'll be brutally honest, I'd actually never heard of. No, no, didn't he, know who he was. Um, kicked kicked a goalpost in a in a like. Oh. I don't mean to be harsh to the guy, but in a in a like you know, hail mary sort of attempt at trying to. If you don't know, if that, he had his look, time back, NFL, yeah. Um, fright, like so. He tried to kick the ball. If you haven't seen the incident, I would recommend not watching it because it's disgusting. It's worse than Nathan Brown's. Ooh, I reckon that no, I reckon they're about as bad. bad. I reckon potentially Brown might be but worse, but they're both about as bad. So basically, Broomhead ran towards the goal, tried to kick the ball into the goal, get it in, well, but it, well, he, ball, he missed it completely. It wasn't even remotely close. The ball was and bouncing, he hammered the goal. Post. Yeah, the ball was basically bouncing on a ninety-degree angle to the way he was kicking. So he was running towards yeah, good, the goal um, point, and the ball basically bounced almost right on the line, going right through the middle of the goals, like yeah. towards the fence. So. He went to do a, a, a toe poke and went way out. It, it was a bit different to Scarlett's toe poke. Yeah, well, not, not, not as good not as Scarlett's in, uh, in the grand final. I know. No, I but, um, but what just a horrific injury. Um, so again, something that Collingwood just did not need as another well, play down. He's, he's so do they have any players left? They're going to struggle to find enough players to yeah. put on the pitch. Yeah, so it's it's, it's really unfortunate. Um, sickening. And, and sickening, sickening incident. Yeah, he, rare sickening incident. So he broke both of the bones, the fibula and, and the tibia. tibia so yeah. double break. So I mean, tibia, not the fib, tibia. Tibia, yeah, that's whatever. Busted his tib, busted his ass. He's got a busted much. ass, basically. And then another player busted his ass in, <laughs> which is probably a bigger name. He's yeah, he's got he played if, at Melbourne, so you might remember him in his days at Melbourne. He was a superstar there. Well, the good thing for him, if he did bust his ass, though, he'd have a big thick wallet that would yeah, protect his ass, yeah. which is Tom Scully. Yeah, so Tom, Tom Scully, Scully, actually very similar incident to what happened last year with um, Buddy and um, Joel Selwood. Remember, Buddy decided to sit on Joel Selwood and like well, his leg did, was... that's because you're one-eyed. His leg was held... No, that's not true. It was a good tackle. That's not true. It was not a good tackle. He sat on top of him. Have a look at the incident. It's bullshit. Anyway, <laughs> he sat on top of Selwood. He wants and... to marry Selwood, everyone. No, I don't hate Selwood. <laughs> look, he does. I don't hate... That's bullshit. I don't love Selwood. I, I love a lot of players. I love good football. I just love having you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But Selwood's leg got jammed underneath Buddy and it got kind of pulled around, like his ankle got stretched. And that's exactly what happened with Scully. It was actually, it looked yeah, it relatively similar. similar. But he's broken it. Like broken, he's done a so, serious Yeah, three injury. to four months. Yeah. Which oh. is massive, but lucky for... So he'll be back like around 14, basically. 15 even. Like he could be gone for quite a while. He'll be gone for pretty much yeah, back into the home, nurse, back into the home and away. Yeah, they'll just nurse him back in. I mean, this is the, the, the luck that the Giants have. The midfield depth Not is luck, the, unbelievable. The picks they've been given. They the Coniglios, the, who was absurd. Coniglio was fantastic. Uh, yeah, the forward line just did what they needed to do. Didn't and after all that heat on Pendlebury during the week, he was pretty good. Like, there was all this kind of talk of, oh, so Mike Sheehan and, and Gary Lyon on SEN were like, oh, is Pendlebury cooked? And he, you know, came Which out and weird, had a pretty I, solid game. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think he was that bad against Hawthorne. He wasn't horrendous. The whole team Lack were bad of against Hawthorne. they got to be on radio all day, so they just make bullshit up. Yeah, it's that's, true. That's just what happens. After a while, they go, hang on, let's just make yeah. some sensational and look, call. And, 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 the, and those... Not talk about those second-tier players at Collingwood. I, I can't think of any of their names to be quite honest, because it's Collingwood, and you know if you're not a Collingwood supporter in Victoria, you, 
you don't pay any of the attention to well, them. Well, most of them no one's heard of. Most of them, they, yeah. they haven't they, heard of They feel... Collingwood hasn't heard of them because yeah. they've got so many people injured. Yeah. They've got homeless people out on the ground. <laughs> and toothless, which you can find heaps of in Easy. Collingwood. <laughs> so, look, they, they st- stood up. Callum again, Ward was again, really good Again, Buckley's not going to shy away from the fact that no. this is another loss at the end of the day. They're zero and two. And then your mate, Darcy Moore. Darcy Moore. Collingwood are Darcy less... Darcy less, yeah. Look, so at least that doesn't force Buck's hand to Another drop him. Another terrible bun. So, yeah, but your dad jokes are good. Oh, possibly. Possibly. I don't think very funny. But look, that's, I mean... Moore is he, cooked. He was, he was probably the only player that wasn't really I feel doing bad. Much. Like, I really want that kid to get a run at it. And again, like, he's so... Another injury for Collingwood. They're just piling them on. Their injury list is horrendous. Oh, so he probably anyway. gives, gives Bucks another year up his sleeve. God, imagine if it keeps dragging out. I almost feel like it just needs to depart. But it was an entertaining game. Oh, I liked it. I was one of the games. I really liked watching. It was game. a good game. So let's let's talk about the positives with it. So look, Collingwood were way better than we said they were going to be. If they can, they were really brave through sections of it. They had so many injuries, so many issues, but they they were they were really. really if they bring great. that pressure and that intensity week in week out. They are going to win more games than they lose. I reckon. Two things, I mean, firstly, Toby Green, they missed. So Toby Green was a laid out. They definitely, GWS definitely missed him, even though they won. They, they, yeah, they would really... Yeah, structure miss. Their structure was a bit funny without him, and they never quite got it right, but they ended up getting over the line. Yeah, just the class across the field. Pies, Pies won the tackles, which I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have put any money on that before the game. If you'd said to me, you know, the odds are amazing for Pies to win the tackles, I would, like $100, I would have said, no, no, no. Unless they it, won't win that. The only reason I would have And they did. Is they won it. Was, Not it by much, but they won it, which the is amazing. The only way I would have picked that is if you followed up, I said, if they were going to get close to winning the game. Okay, that's the only way they could. And obviously it was. Because they were never going to win enough of the pill against the GWS team hmm. to win it. They needed to... Scrap and scrap and scrap and look, that's what they did. But no, I wouldn't have. The efficiency, I think, again, is is such a massive part of it. So the inside fifties were, you know, so much more efficient with with GWS. You know, they had fifteen five. You know, I mean, they were, they were pretty consistent throughout the day. The other thing I would say too, another takeaway from this game was, um, I you remember how I said. Before the season, one of the issues that I had with GWS was I, I really want to stop seeing this champagne football from GWS. Yep. I don't, and by that I mean, if you've never heard that phrase, I don't want to see things that are too cute. Too cute. Too cute. And they did a few things that were a bit too cute. They were a bit too cute trying to do Harlem Globetrotter type bullshit football here and there. And, and it was frustrating. And that let Collingwood back into the game. I felt a couple of times. Meanwhile, Lockie Whitfield, do you reckon he weighs more than like 50 kilos? Hey. He's the skinniest AFL player I have ever seen. What is going on? He He's... looks... I'm bigger than him and I don't play any AFL. Like, he looks ridiculous. It looks like if he, if he, if he got crushed in a tackle, he would literally get crushed. You've got to catch him first. By a rhino. Though. Maybe that's why they've done it. Maybe that's so many... why he does not care. He is, <laughs> he he's like elite. Killed. He's elite runner. He, him... Him and Scully, like... Good thing Mumford's not playing anymore, because although right. they would have been on the same side. Practice matches, they get Bang. near him and tap him and Break. fall apart. Bag no, of bones. He's, he's, he's a classy player. Good they're player. Just, um, they just keep finding him, because they had a ridiculous number of top 10 picks, didn't they? Yeah. For about how many years? 10? 
400. Um, but yeah, so, going back to you said efficiency, both teams' disposal efficiency, 73%. So yeah, that's fantastic. It's, but but that's, scroll, scroll down, have a look at what happened inside 50, though. So it's, yeah, it's, marks, it's inside marks inside 50. 12 to the Giants, yeah. 5 to Collingham. And that's, that's where you lose. Yeah, and look, I don't think anyone was under any illusion that that was going to be a big, big, Thing for Collingwood, who was going to take marks, and they couldn't. No. So, whereas the Giants, or we could call them the Monsters, they've got two big, big targets that know how to clunk it completely. So, let's keep moving. So next that game, it was an inter- interesting game. We, we, the, yeah. we picked the winner, but we didn't really pick the margin by much. No, I think we said it was going to be. Well, we were right about a murder, just a different, yeah, a different murder. Type of murder, different yeah. murder. So hopefully those players can come back later in the year and or next year. And <laughs> I think Scully is. Um, yeah, he'll be here before the finals, but that's obviously quite a while yeah. away. Next game, um, Brisbane versus Melbourne up at the Gabatoire, which is not much of a toir anymore, just more of a Gabet. A Gabet, yes. It's uh, 74 to 100, Melbourne 1. Uh, so 10-14 to 14-16. And look, Melbourne did what they had did to do. Did what they had to do. But not convincingly. They got away with it. Towards the end, mm. um, Brisbane came back really heavy in the start of last quarter. I think, that, I think they were. I think they're going to be Brisbane, competitive. I think Brisbane were good. I yeah. think. I think they. They. You know, Melbourne gave them. Melbourne are a better side. Absolutely. Melbourne are clearly a better side, and they should have won by a lot more. Fourteen sixteen is garbage accuracy. Less than fifty percent is crap. It's just there's no other way to look at it. I mean, you know, that's just the reality. Unless you know, there's no more Clarko cluster that can build your points way up over the top. No. And make no. it look funny. That's just what happened. So, but in in terms of the game, look, I thought. I thought Hogan looks like he's ready to bust the game open again. Kicked five goals, so he was. He looks was like good. he's over his little scare from last year. Well, yeah, we, he had a cancer scare. I mean, he had a. Is that what you're meaning? Yeah, scare? I shouldn't yeah. say a little scare. It was a scare. It was a pretty fair yeah, scare. scare yeah. um, but he had a couple of issues. But I think the big thing for me, Brisbane was so slow to start. And again, because we touched on it just in the last game, marks inside fifty, seventeen Melbourne, hmm. eight Brisbane. Yeah, and that's the thing. But Brisbane was so slow to start. Like Melbourne were not that good, and they were just belting them early. So. They were sort of always on the on the you know wrong foot. I mean, I thought Hodge looked a little slow as well. I don't I don't want to call that out too heavily because it's only round two and who knows. Yeah, but, but they might need to play him one week on week one week off. Who knows? Possibly. Um, yeah, but yeah, overall, look, I, I thought it was a good game. But I thought Oliver again was fantastic. Thirty-five yep. disposals. I mean, Jones just keeps on keeping on. Two goals, one twenty-eight. Lever was. Sort of fine. solid. I mean, it was a good team effort. It was that classic Melbourne team effort that they're starting to roll together, which is good. But yeah, I mean, I, I think it should have been a lot more convincing. I mean, 14 16 is rubbish. It should have been a lot more than that. It should, you really want at least sort of like 18 minimum, you know, it's great out of see. that sort of yeah. supply. Good to see um, Alan Christensen um, have a really good game back. He has been up in Brisbane for three or years. four years yeah. now. I forgot Inj- he played football. Yeah, a lot, of, injury, really lot of injury, a lot of injuries, and and has struggled with form and whatnot. But to have a three goal return, I think he had almost twenty odd touches. He was really good. Uh, Charlie Cameron looked really good for them as well. Uh, interesting note: Lever still mm. looks like he's trying to find his way in that Melbourne which defense, is, which is fine. which is fine. Mm. But round two, so but he probably wanted to start finding his way soon if they're paying him what we think they're paying him. 
Oh, well, it's been reported at sort of seven fifty. Yeah, so, so it's a lot of money. And on, again, yeah, he's a backman, and who cares when you're winning games? Like ultimately, if you win win a game, then he'll, he'll get there. I he'll reckon. get there. You reckon? Yeah. He's too good of a player. He'll he'll get. Or there. does he have that nous to even push up a little bit to play on the wing because he's fast? That's true. So be look. That probably was a more of a more dour game of the year, like or the the round, I should say. The yeah. team that was meant to win won. Yeah, it kind of just it kind of in a lot of ways. This is why we we might sound a bit flat about it. It kind of went to plan. It wasn't really. But the only thing about Mel and the, the the big thing with Melbourne this year is they've got to beat who they're meant to beat. Yes, they've got to beat and away. They've from got Melbourne exactly, and then they've got to beat a few teams that are about their mark, and then they should make the eight. They they'll maybe one upset here and there of, of an above team, but as a bare minimum, they need to do that, and they've got a decent fixture. They need to start doing, start winning these sort of games. So they did what yeah. they did, but I'm a little bit disappointed because their accuracy was poor. Their efficiency at times was a bit yeah. poor as well. The other thing too tonight, which I thought was really promising, and, and Chris Fagan would have been happy with this, was Brisbane actually won the tackles. So Brisbane won tackles 83 to 75. So that to me I thought was interesting. But yeah, look, I think promising signs of Brisbane... I think they're going to be a really, really good side. I mean, I just can't wait for some of their kids to develop along and start get towards 100, you know, 150-odd games. I think yeah. some of them are going to be unbelievable, but it's just going to take time. Yeah. Next game over in Fremantle. Fremantle beat Essendon 106-90 to 90, so 16-10 to 14-6. And a good, a it frustrating got, game. But a game that was at least... Decent scoring. First time for Fremantle over 100 points in, in multiple four, seasons. Four years? I think three, three years? or four years. I, forget, I forgot to look this up, and but it funny. doesn't matter. A long and time. That, and, that, and a long way to Too that long. was, and a big reason for that, and this is the player I wanted to touch on. He's not an unknown player, but he's probably a bit maligned and a bit frustrating if you're a Freire supporter. Yeah. Matt Taberner. Yeah. Came in with a, a huge rap on him that hadn't performed, but he did on Saturday night. He kicked four goals. Yeah. Um, had 16 disposals. Disposal efficiency at 75%. Mm. And um, he was a major reason why they um, got on top. And he has also had five score, score assists. Mm. And I, I saw him take a mark outside 50. He went to kick goal. And I thought at first that the footies that they were using over there were like Oz kick footies. Blown up. His hands are huge. They literally cover both sides of the ball. And, and then I, after I saw that, I went, no wonder he can take a good mark. He literally could just palm it like a, a basketballer does with Over the ball. Run. But yeah, look, <laughs> it was it was really, uh, I'm not saying good to see Fremantle beat Essen. Uh, that, that shows my <laughs> bias of being a Hawthorne supporter and, and never wanting Essen to win. I love Essen, by no, the way. They're no, good no, team. No. But more about just... Freo was so abysmal last year. It's, yeah. Finally, they can play a little bit well, more. Well, Fife was good. Fife was good. Walters was good as well. Yeah. Um, to um, Stephen Bradley. Um, I've forgotten their surnames. No, I know what you're talking about. The two brothers. Anyway, they, they were pretty good as well. Tell you what, the second quarter made me want to buy a gun, though. It was only five goals scored between the two teams in the second mm. quarter, which it was Ross Lyon shut down. Yeah, style. Ross Lyon was getting For a little bit it. there, and I thought, oh, Ross must be Jacking it. choking his bishop back there, <laughs> going nuts for this. But this is this is a... It, it's such... It's I, I get it. I get it can win games, but it is so boring Can't to watch. Can't win flags. Well, that's it. He can get to the grand final. 
Yeah, and I just, salty. I just don't think. Yeah, I just don't think it's no. it's not. He's I'm gotten not, so close, and I don't think what, moved, twice, two out of the three times, three grand finals. You, you bring that defensive structure to a no. team like the Giants. No, hang on, 09, 2010, and thirteen. 13. Three grand finals. Oh, because of the draw. The draw Four yeah. grand finals, but three. Yeah, and you can shut downs, but sorry, you bring that to a, a GWS, they will find a way to dissect you and score and score heavily Geelong will do the same although Geelong can play the defensive game probably a bit better than yeah. the Giants anyway it was it was an enthralling game I, I again this was another game I, I watched I tipped Essendon Gi- so I, I, they were very close I mean 16 points in the end is not much Essendon were coming what Essendon they were pretty slow towards the end and I reckon they got lethargic from that game last week yeah, I reckon and, that and I reckon also, um, cramps set in absolutely early that, on and, too and, yeah, and early the heat on, too was, it was warm over there as early well early on and that's the one thing which you think would be okay, actually. Yeah, but again, Still, yeah. But you, they, no, could, no, no, they no. couldn't get the game, uh, the crowd out of the game early, which is the big thing over in WA. Well, you got to build. You got to. You got to get four get goals a, ahead, basically. Yeah. Or so at least go, go, at least go goal for goal in that first quarter, and they didn't. They allowed Fremantle to basically set the tone for the match early on. Yeah. Um, and they just didn't look like they were ever really getting into a little bit. Mind you, I, I, again, I'm not writing Essendon off by any stretch of no, 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 I think, no, no. I think they're going to learn a lot. 16 points is nothing. Yeah, I mean, they're going to learn from They could it. easily have won this game. And I don't think they were very 14 6 as well. The number of those... De- well, I think they were a bit like Richmond. I think they were pretty poor with their Before disposal. we get into some of those numbers, you know, the other thing too, just speaking of what you were just saying before about Essendon winning away and just generally winning away, but Essendon specifically. So Don's fans, you might want to mute it for a second. So Essendon have mm. won two of their last eight games away. Yeah. That's not just in Fremantle. That's just away. Away. away yeah. Anywhere away. Two out of eight is rubbish. It's not going to help. And those two are not massive wins. So uh, the other thing too is Devin Smith is an animal. Like they, he, he, he is was such yeah. a good pickup. Um, Thirteen tackles, twenty disposals. Like he, he looks ridiculous. He, he was everywhere. Um, again, and as t- in terms of recruits, um, Adam Saad, wow. Just he slings it outside of 50 so well. He switches so well. I He's love Sar. Got great. So smart. He looked, he looked even more comfortable than he did last week. He made a couple of errors last week, yeah. but he was excellent this week. He looked really, really good. I love um, the way he just switches back. He looks great. Yeah. Danaher kicked about 10 out of bounds again. My pick for the for the Man, Coleman's not looking very good. Not so good. Your pick for the Brownlow is not looking particularly good either, which we'll get to in a no, minute. No, not at all. But, but a couple of big key key stats for this game. Yep. Again, that um, over very reflective. So Essen only went at sixty eight percent efficiency by uh, disposal efficiency. Yeah. And while they um, the marks inside fifty were pretty close, it was twelve to Freo. So Freo supporters going to be massively happy with that. Yeah. And only, Rare. only nine to Essen, but that's not bad. Different. But the main one was. Um, where was it? It was uh, hitouts. They yeah. got murdered in the hitouts. There was only eighteen hitouts to Essendon. So, well, Bell Chambers, I think, must have struggled. I mean, if that's if that really was it that low? Yeah, forty-two to eighteen. Wow. Yeah, so I mean, I, didn't even, I watched the game and I didn't even notice against that. other ruckmen. You would expect, but Bell Chambers oh, is one of the big ones. So. You'd think Bell Chambers could run with Sandlands. He'd be You'd one of the few that could. At least in the twenties or thirty, close to. But Sandlands. Anyway. Yeah, well, I mean that probably doesn't read a lot into no, what no. Bell Chambers does around the ground, but um, yeah, look, it's uh, great for the game. A bit disappointing, obviously, if you're an Essendon supporter. Very good for Fremantle supporters. Uh, I, I don't. I might change my mind about where Freo finish on the ladder, but I don't think they're finals bound, and I don't 
think Essendon are not finals bound. I think they learn a lot more about who they are as a club and what they need to do to prepare for interstate games. And I think we'll see a much more polished Essendon team over the next month or two. Another heat check as well, Connor Blakely. So for Fremantle, if you don't know who Connor Blakely is, he's number 19 for Frio. Got 30 disposals, 19 kicks, 11 handballs, 86% disposal efficiency. So I know what he's doing with the foot. <laughs> Five score involvements, 12 marks. Like... <laughs> He was fantastic. So he, he was a real barometer for how Frio were going when he was up and about. And that's this is why I want to bring this into it. Because it's interesting to see a few of these sort of players that are lesser known. Mm. Not your, you know, Selwoods or, you know, these super known players that kind of are these real barometers for the side. Like mm. Tui Tui today was a classic example of what we're talking about today in the Geelong game. Yeah, yeah. Well, Once yeah. he was up, but they, they looked a hundred times better. Absolutely. And then and supporters can start looking at these younger yeah, guys. Yeah, start watching them. Watching them and not see that Tui's young. But it, it's but same. Just, but he's not. He's not like a triple A player that everybody no. knows. And you know, people probably some people probably still think he plays for Carlton. So next, moving into the Dogs and Eagles, another busted ass game. Wow. Um, so the Dogs seventy to Eagles one twenty one. The Dogs nine sixteen to eighteen thirteen. So and some of those Eagles points could easily, excuse me, have been goals. What a garbage game this was. They, the, the Dogs were lucky to get to 70 points. So Eagles won by 51 points. A, oh, team, that doesn't so I, a I, team that does not know how to win in Melbourne comes over here... And beats and them at Etihad. Beats in perfect conditions. conditions. A team that won the flag No win, nothing. 30-odd games ago, they win the flag... And they got smashed by the Eagles. That, that's a smashing. Absolutely. 51 points by a team that their coach... Had to fly back to WA at the last minute because of his sick daughter, Adam Simpson. So they didn't even have their head coach there. No Josh Kennedy. No coach. There's still one by nearly 10 goals. Yeah, so... What is going on? Hang on, so... Bat! Do, do the bat's out. Do you want to bring out the bat? Is this no, a cr- no, not cr- yet. Cricket no, bat for Possibly. For right, okay, so... You go... No, no, no. Oh, look... Sorry, I'm I very tell upset. You, yeah, he is. And rightly so, too. And if I could go back in time, I'll tell you what, there's two... Th- Number of things I'm going to change from my pre-season. Which uh, mid-year I think we do a review. Wow. Let's do a so review. So the Bont is not going to win the Brownlow now. I'll take it back. I receive <laughs> he's not going to win the Brownlow. You know why? Because he hasn't got any votes in the first two rounds. So he's already six behind. Yeah. Potentially. Well, it's like Josh Kennedy's not going to win the Coleman. Well, no. Not that we picked him. Well, no, we picked him. But I don't... Yeah, and I think Joey's got more chance to win than Coleman still because he's going to get the supply. But I'm sorry. There's one player that's probably already got six votes from two games. So he's already six behind the... Eight ball, so to speak. Anyway, that's besides the point. Doggy, no, doggies are not point. playing finals either. They're yeah, not. I think you can almost write that off. So, so that's the so first that. game they were lost by eighty, what eighty two points to the Giants, something like that, and then they lost by fifty one. They, uh, I don't know. I actually don't. The know dogs. They are. So, so one thing we want to, I want to say straight out of the gate is that at some point we're going to do, and we mentioned this in the last episode. We're going to do an episode, a bonus episode, I think probably five or six rounds in, once we get a pretty clear idea of where the teams are at. Obviously, you know, Sydney last year were pretty rubbish for the first six rounds and turns it around, but that statistically is very rare. So what we're going to do probably five or six rounds in is do a bonus episode and we'll pick maybe three or four teams mm. and do like 20 minutes per team. Like yeah. do a real... and I'm Hopefully th- two teams that are really positive. Two teams that are doing very well bad. and two teams that are a busted ass. And I reckon the busted asses are going to be... The two dogs teams we've talked about and, already. And the bat. 
the Saints. Saints the I t- they are the, the bad. Yeah. Can I? Oh, I'm just going to quickly jump into. No, the, no and, please. To uh, oiling up the back. What was the, the highlight? Was it a highlight game? A player? What, head, check. What, head check. Sorry. Head check. And now this is a well-known player. I've just player. sprung it on him. I this is a well-known player, but not known for being the heat check or the barometer of a club that he plays and for. And that's what, this is what the thing Especially when it comes to grand finals. Good. So Jack Darling, yeah. wow we did Terrible he have finals, though, but wow he was we excellent. Did he have he an unbelievable game. Yeah, yeah. So here we go. 16 touches. So nothing major, but he's a key forward, so he doesn't need to. No. Um, funny enough, six of those were handballs. 81 disposal percent disposal efficiency. Yeah. Unbelievable. This is a guy that doesn't, who didn't know how to mark a football a few years ago. As Trump would say, <laughs> Bellimi. Yeah, so at 81% efficiency. Here's the next. Kicked four goals, had two goal assists, mm. and was in nine goal involvements. 11 marks, four contested, six of them inside, six, inside 50. Right. Great game for the big man. So if he can do that every fortnight, I think I think West Coast. If he starts doing big more. games, West Coast, I reckon could make the eight. If some of the, especially if they get Kennedy back, if they can and Lacrosse starts to perform, we've been yeah. totally wrong on the Eagles. Yeah, and they do, and their young players, Ryan Venables, Jizo are good. Yeah, there is some, there is some, there is some seriously good quality and in their kids. I, I think we were I reckon West Coast could be the team we've been the most wrong about. Well probably the possibly. dogs is gonna be the most yeah. wrong because we both had them in the eight and I, I reckon they might win the spoon yeah. at this rate. But it's true. But talking just I mean, another spoon, just another, another close to it. On a side so side note though, family dynasties in football. Mm. Is there more remarkable no. and more exciting? The answer is no <laughs> I haven't even got to it yet. The Rioli family. Wowie. Wow we the really new- is had a quiet well, over the well, I, I, I like being I like Hawthorne the, supporter well I like the Rioli well, I do I like as well the, though I'm very for Richmond yes. so Morris and um, Daniel as well so highlight reel this year yeah. between da- when Daniel comes back Willie and Cyril it's um, Bruce is probably salivating about yeah, getting back they're to being very playing ge- they, they've <laughs> got being a commentator again <laughs> he but looks yeah. well too by the way he, he, really must, looks... he must be not just him Bruce, <laughs> Bruce. he must be over his um He's got the, the leukemia that he has. He's got the Commonwealth Games, so he'll be maybe that's why he's from. He'll be delicious for it. Delicious. So, but yeah, Willie was good, and I, I think I like that, Willie again. I, oh, the the Riolis just keep producing. Tiwi Islanders. Let's. <laughs> well, we could do another podcast. We do on just Riolis. Yes. The other thing I would say, McGovern looked really good. Oh, you can see why he's being offered, offered ridiculous everything. money. He looked presidency. The barnyard. <laughs> the barnyard. Barnyard. Um, but the accuracy was pretty garbage from both sides, especially early on. But eventually, West Coast pulled away. Tackle pressure, just in the game in general, was just relatively soft. I mean, the the, the Eagles were okay. The dogs' structures were shit house. The, the the zones that the dogs have prepared over the off season were like Swiss cheese. Everything's wrong. Holes. Everything holes, is wrong. Holes. 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 Again, we're not going to go too heavily into this, but if this keeps going. Mate, this could go for hours. This that 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 busted ass that section. Premiership, that, the that bats, premiership. The bats out. Long I mean, this forgotten, is... distant memory. The fact that they didn't even get revved up from the females premiership. They were there. Yeah, without the crowd, Katie with the... Brennan, one of their best players. Yeah, but then they brought the flag. Or they brought the female cup to the game. Like, How many people were at up. this game? Speaking of the game, it looked like there was about three people there on the maybe, television. Maybe twelve. Was there twelve people? I reckon. Oh, there's maybe more. thirteen. It definitely seemed like there was more West Coast. Why don't you look the crowd up and I'll keep talking? Yeah, I reckon I there was about three people there. 
I've written down here, bad crowd in my notes. Um, Eastern Wood, how funny is this? So Eastern Wood, this shows how much of a debacle it is at the dogs. Unless, you know, I'll be so shocked if this turns around. But Eastern Wood, all off-season, they've been... I don't think it... Sorry, just stop doing this. No, it doesn't. It doesn't show it on the app. You have to Google it. Um, Anyway, let's just forget it. Two people. Um, (laughs) Eastern Wood, they've been practicing all off-season with him down back. And then... uh, Sorry, up forward as this new thing. And then by the second game in, they've given up on that. He's yes. got. He played down back basically all game. I don't think. I don't know what. I don't think they know what to do with that with their team. Oh, what a game! So do we? Do we move on? So to inside something? inside fifties, twenty seven to thirteen. Thirteen. Terrible. Anyway, the bat's getting really oiled up now. So if this keeps going, we're gonna have to get heavily. Right, into I'm letting him off the leash. Off you go. No, I don't. I can't. I don't want to go too nah. much more. All right, we'll wait till next week. Look, look, let's, 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 oh, look. I'm willing. I'm not going to tip them again, but I'm willing. I'm willing to because that was a mistake. But I'm willing to hold it out for another couple of weeks. But I tell you what, if this keeps going, doggies anyway, look it, out. You're in his. Well vision. done to the Eagles because that that yeah. was a great win, and the dogs were we're, we're pretty com- we're pretty close to insipid, and they're lucky. The dogs are lucky that St Kilda were disgusting. That that that, that there's not more focus on them. Next game, SCG, um, probably the second best game of the round, or, or you know, certainly right up there. So the Swans and Port Port Adelaide beat the Swans ninety four to seventy one. I'd love so to 10, know 10, 11 and fourteen. 10. I didn't look up the stat, but I should have. Um, can, I yeah. want to know when the last time Port beat Sydney at the SCG. So I it had been no, no, no. So I, I saw this on Was Twitter. It, it had been like no, 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 not that long. It had, maybe matches. It had been like four years. It had been a yeah, while. So it's been a while. Yeah, I didn't think it. Was, I thought. I thought it may have been a bit of a. Um, it had a been. Place. It had been a while. Yeah. So, but but look, I think. Look, it was. It was. Look, buddy. I didn't I get think to see that, much of this game. I only saw some highlights and most of the last quarter. That was. Bad I watched. Eight. I I I couldn't watch it live, but I, I watched a um, a replay of it. Yeah, look, I think that one of the concerns I had was they were very... Buddy-centric. Very buddy-centric, which yeah. is starting to become a bit of a concern. Yes, even um, if he's a freak. Well, they cannot just look for one avenue to go. I think even though he wasn't as big a goal kicker for them as they'd hoped, that's where Tippett would be coming very handy right now and playing in the ruck. Yeah, I mean, look, the, there's, the pressure on Sinclair as well is, is immense because he's basically the only person they've got in the ruckman. If he goes down, I think Buddy's going to have to go in the ruck. They've got basically no, no tools left. When you look, it was so funny, there was a shot of their team at the start of the game and Buddy and Sinclair were literally the only players Close. over like six foot four. Yeah, that's... Everybody else is not going to be able to compete in the ruck, no. which is pretty sickening for them to look at because they've lost so many players. Buddy was excellent. I'm not having a go at him. He still kicked. What did he kick? Five goals. Still kicked five, five goals. Two, two or four two. Four two. So still very good. But I mean, I, 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 their their forward structures, Sydney's forward structures, were at times very predictable. And Port read it very well, and they got better and better as the game went on at yeah. reading how the ball would go inside fifty. And even though Sydney would mix it up, I mean, how do you? The hard part about it is, I can understand one side of the coin. Because he's such a good player, but then simultaneously you think, well, but you can't go to him every time. People are going to figure it out. Yeah. Um, but look, Port, I mean, you know, I, I want to probably talk more about Port. I mean, 
polish all over the ground. I mean, Wingard can basically stay forward now. He was great. Um, the defences at each end, I have to say, were really good. Like a lot, the first yeah. half of the game, the defence, it was defense, game it was it was, it was a Ross line almost. Like it was just sort of fifty, you know, arc to arc, basically the whole game, as you were yeah. talking about. And you can see from the um, efficiency of both teams, disposal efficiency that is both under seventy percent, sixty one and for Sydney and sixty five for Port. So that means it was quite a, a defensive setup, and uh, they just really wanted to make it a tight tussle. I was Which wrong. is often the case up in Sydney because of the shape of the ground and mm. the way that Longmire generally likes to structure his team. Give them the bigger grounds, they know how to score, but they like to keep it pretty tight. I was wrong on McVeigh. So, so was I. I said McVeigh was, was cooked, cooked, and yet he, he was really good through the whole game. Patley was really good as well. You know, Sydney had a lot of positives, and in a lot of ways they, they, were, they were very close to them through a lot of the game. In a lot of ways they absolutely could have won this game. But I, I think I think you were right about Port. I don't necessarily think you're as right as what you were saying in terms of where you know you had them at number one on the ladder. I've got them at fifth. I reckon they're going to be somewhere in the middle. I reckon they'll yeah, finish, yeah. I reckon they finish third. Yeah, I reckon they're top four. Yeah, I reckon Geelong. I think goes, GW, I, I think reckon Geelong GW might come slightly lower, the and then they come in if we were to review it. Yeah, but, but we'll generally speaking, yeah. So like tackles were relatively even, slight more to Port. Um, you know, clearances were relatively even. And again, a Sydney Sinclair did really well. Sinclair actually, they actually yeah. won in the clearances. But like but it. to be fair though, Port had no rider. Had rider been in, different. Game. I think it's probably a 30-point, 40-point win well, by... Well, I was going to say, like a couple of other games, the 23-point margin is quite generous to Port. That was neck, neck. It was 70 to 74. 10-11, well, 10, 10, 14-10. I mean, that, that's pretty damn close. But that, the only reason that... <laughs> wasn't like kicked, it was a blowout points-wise. Right? No, but they kicked the last three goals. Yeah. It was 70 to 74 with about only 18 minutes into the, or 20 minutes into the final quarter. So mm, mm. it was tight. Had Sydney pegged it back and it was 76, 74, who knows? But they got a goal, then kicked a couple of late ones and that's why it blew out a little bit towards the end. But it was a great game. I, great game. I think second wish best. I would, wish, I second wish best it was on free to air. Well, it wasn't on free to air, so I, um, I, I recorded it and then and then watched it subsequently. Well, the, the problem was as well was the, the Eagles game, you know, went into it a little bit as well. So, and I was just tied up in the evening yeah. to watch the second half. But I watched it this morning. But yeah, no, it was an excellent game. Um, you know, as a, look, the, the thing for me with Port, this is polish all over the ground. Port's tackling pressure inside fifty was really, really solid as well. Rocky. They look like they look like Richmond from last year. They just pressuring, pressure, pressure, pressure. They hunt like attack dogs, and they just were incredible. Just pressuring, pressuring, pressuring. And they were they were actually I think they actually teamed Buddy really well. They double teamed him a couple of times. They did a few different strategies, and most look and for, they, holding. And he he's that. such a good player that holding him to four goals is a win. This is what's so ridiculous. How good of a player he is. Like if you hold most players, if you held to four goals, you think oh. They got off the chain. Mm. But I think with Buddy, given he's capable of kicking, you know, 10 plus, I think four is actually a, a But it does. It shows that hole in Sydney's forward line. Not ideal. You can double team him. And guess what? No, nothing to worry it about. It worked, yeah. Nothing to worry about. I mean, don't get me wrong. There is, I mean, your heenies and stuff, but... He 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 looks cares? undercooked still, Haney. Yeah, he does, and and again, know, we, we that, that midfield, yeah, that midfield hasn't gelled yet. So I'm look after zero six start last year. I'm not definitely no, not. They, they look better. They look much better than they yeah. did last year. Uh, they easily could have won that game. H- Hanbury's only just had one match back. He was good, but he's going to get better. He needs matches. Yeah, uh, he's always one who's needed matches to warm up. Pollock was really clutch as well. Yeah, Pollock for, was for really. Port, good. I really was impressed by that. Both Wizzy's. 
usual. I think the thing that, that hurt Sydney too was they started slow, kind of like Brisbane. They just started out of the gates a little bit slow. Their efficiency by foot, especially, I remember thinking, what are they doing? Like just just inaccurate kicking or kicking too low and forcing you know people to come way too far away from you know where they wanted the mark to be. Just little things like that, you know, over handballing, a little bit sort of you know they were a little tired early, but then they sort of opened up and the game got better. Great. I, would, I, I personally would love the love a grand final between these two teams. They were both fantastic. Like, this would be an awesome game. It would be. But I don't... I don't. Who knows whether they'll face each other, obviously, but it, I reckon it would be a really good game. But yeah, this, I think it would be great. This was solid. So, um, yeah, support 94 to 71. Now... Both picked Sydney, but... Yeah. We both picked Sydney. Oh, well. But everyone did horrendous in the tips. Horrendous. horrendous. Hopefully, we'll, we'll try and give you some better, better stuff in the next episode. So, my Christmas Hawks, day today. Christmas day, Hawthorne beat, finally went to a plan. Hawthorne <laughs> beat Geelong. Was why I by a one a point by one point, a hundred and eighteen to one hundred and seventeen. Wow, we in another in another just another chapter classic, of basically modern football's best, best rivalry. rivalry yeah. yeah, there's no doubt about. It. I don't. I mean. You know, I, I'm a I'm a, not a supporter of either team. I mean, both of us are, are you know a fan of football over you know necessarily our teams. But that said, like you know, there were a lot of people at the game that are just huge fans. Saw plenty oh, of there Richmond were heaps supporters, of his, Richmond LA supporters. Tim, yeah, you know, people from different clubs. It was yeah, really really good to see. We got seventy three thousand, which is great. It was gorgeous conditions. The G looked Perfect. amazing. It was still it was oh, no blustery wind. Unbelievable. So one of my first notes I've written: Gary Animal. Gary yeah. Ablett was so He was good. back to wow. late 2009. Overall, he probably had the best game. He and Mitchell, I think, those probably the best game. The best section. I mean, Dangerfield's first quarter was disgusting. Yeah. But the other two were, yeah. I mean, they, they were just... They were clearly two best on ground. I would say so. Menzer was pretty good. He, yeah, he, he got a nice thought, little actually. small yeah. haul. But again, he probably could have kicked a bit more. Hawthorne pressed we, really well too. So oh, just before we go game. a little bit further, just talking about those two prime movers. We need movers. another hour. We're already 73 minutes yeah, in. Well, those prime can... movers of uh, both teams, they, I actually, when you watch them on TV, you know Gaz has, was, was fast, but I, he hasn't lost any of his pace. No. But watching live, um, Tom Mitchell oh, is actually really fast by foot. I knew he had quick hands, but when he gets a little bit of space where he can run, yeah. he's actually really hard to run down. Which I'm surprised. I'm glad, but um, look, that yeah, it was. Watch it. You could just this such a good game. I could watch those two. Like, so I used many to watch Crawford and, and Harvey back in the day. They're yeah. just for different reasons. They're not running machines back and forth, but. Yeah, it was great. Sorry, mate. Just go. No, 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 so, not at all. Let's let's um let's talk to few, talk a few tactics. So I um a few takeaways out of the game. So we so we haven't seen this on TV. We watched so we don't know what anyone's been saying. We haven't watched any response. We literally came home, had dinner, haven't watched bit, anything else. Saw a bit of presso. Watch the presses, but that's that's, that's but that don't really tell you much. No. Nah. And then we we came and and just started recording. So we have no idea what the commentator said. This is purely what we said from the actual game. So we had we were sitting on the wing. Um, I mean, the thing that I found really interesting was how they rotated the three stars. So there were moments mm. where Ablett was down back. There was moments where Ablett was up forward. There was moments they they rotated yeah, really interestingly, and they kept time. it. They kept Hawthorne on their toes a lot of the time, which actually kept them in the game because they would put Dangerfield forward engine and forward Haw- engine and Hawthorne's back engine. 
in particular, Selwood Stratton, back and forth. Like it was fascinating. Don't get me wrong. I think Stratton had a solid game, but I don't think he knows. Oh, and a lot of black men would probably not know how to man up properly on someone like Dangerfield or Gary Ablett. They're not your typical forwards. No, no. You cannot give them five, 10, 15 metres space, front or back. You no, have no, to be yeah. close to them. You've got to be almost touching them and making sure that you know where they're moving because, especially someone like Dangerfield, he will outmuscle yeah. you. I don't care how big you are. He is so smart at reading the Such play. Such a good player. But you can't play behind him because he'll outrun most backmen. He struggled too. in the second and the third, though. But whether he, he's a bit underdone because of that injury... I reckon Like so. we said, and he got a heavy tackle. Well, he still so. was... A lot of people think he was still touch and go, even for today. Mm. There was a still, there was still some talk around. I act, I'd actually heard from a few different few people that there was a chance he was going to be a laid out. And he did shank a number of. I reckon had Duncan. Well. I reckon you know what? I'm gonna hot take. I reckon had yeah. Duncan been fit and played, so Duncan was a laid out. So there were two laid outs: Duncan out, Frawley out, which in the end probably evened things out even more. But those two yeah. went out. Um, I reckon had Duncan been in and fit, I reckon there's a high chance Dangerfield doesn't gone. play. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's still got 31 touches though. He's in a, it was, at, he's, but this is but he's top three. He's top 60, three in the league. At, so at 64 percent efficiency, anywhere. so that's majorly down for Danger for him. He's, yeah, he's often in the mid 70s. 70s at least. Yeah, so he was a bit down. Um, Ablett's defensive skills were excellent because I mean he can read the ball so ridiculously well. He mops up just so so well. Like the, I think Tui was excellent. Um, Tui was fantastic. I was impressed with with a, with a, I thought again Kelly, young Kelly was really good. Um, you know, I thought some of the zones were fascinating that both of the teams were doing. They were con- it's, it's like watching, you know, Federer and Nadal. Like these two, two incredible teams just sort of keep, you know, keep poking at it, different tactics at each other. Like, you know, there'd be, you know, one structure where they would go way out wide and there'd be corridor football and then sort of down the line. And it was just amazing to watch. It was just so many different strategies and yeah. so many different elements to the whole game. Um, you know... At one point, the Cats were, you know, well behind in inside 50s. They were like 10 behind in inside 50s. I, I looked at my phone occasionally in the game, and yet you know, uh, Geelong were up. <laughs> Geelong were up, but they were losing the inside 50s significantly. So Hawthorne were just butchering it early. But they luckily, they kicked enough points. So as I said before, it was 18-9 to 17-16. So there was so many points on Hawthorne's side. And that just really kept them in the game in the end. And then there was that incredible point right at the last minute with, um, literally, with Rafi kicking yeah. that point, which you reckon, go on, tell, so, tell oh, the listeners. So, uh, as soon as he kicked it, and we... You obviously went you called this. So we haven't had the commentary. I don't know whether this has been talked about. Yeah, and you get a rough idea of how much time... If you have never been to the MCG, you... Once get it gets, you, you, the timer goes up. We were looking at the clock, so we saw. So we I don't said, know how much time. It's at thirty-one. Like, it's about ten or something. Thirty-one minutes, and I saw, and he kicked it, and he rushed it. And I'm thinking, no, nah, he's done that deliberately. The reason so he's why he's kicked a point. So up until about the ten-minute mark of the last quarter, Hawthorne were up by about twenty-four points, and then all of a sudden Geelong just hit foot on the gas and. Yeah. We're starting to win. Well, Geelong's uh, come home is Cent- incredible. Yeah, C- centre clearances now. Hawthorne had won most set- the, the centre clearances for the day, and I think Ruffy just realised, you know what, our forward pressure, and I'll tell you what the forward pressure is for Hawthorne. So there was they had fourteen tackles to nine, and uh, <laughs> he thought, all right, you know what, if I kick a point, it can't be that much time to go. 
And means we, can lock, we can lock it in. Um, and it's going to take a lot longer for them to so, get it from end to end to kick a goal or a score to draw it rather than kick a goal, goes into the centre, they get another chance. Right. They're halfway up the ground already. So I thought it might have been a tactical move. And I reckon right. you're right. And, and you called press, it too. You turned around and, and said, Scotty, I reckon he's done that on purpose. And Scotty... And Chris the, Scott. Chris in the Scott. Chris, in the um, presso said something to similar. Too. Yeah, so it was interesting. But um, I reckon supply, 100% you're right. Supply and demand, though, Hawthorne just... It should have won by about seven goals if you look at the stats. Sixty-two to forty-three inside fifties. Yeah, and as I said, that tackle count there. But so tackle pressure but, from Hawthorne was excellent as well. I was really impressed with that. This was probably the most skillful game we've seen this year. Without, from both without teams. a doubt, well, but both seventy-six percent. It's the best game and seventy-four percent for Hawthorne. Even so, diehard supporters from other teams are going to have to say that. Surely, high scoring. It had Lots everything. Of pressure. The it stars had everything. Stars it had rose. different. Lots of different strategies. Some defensive. Some offense. It was up and down. Up and down. Up and down. End to Nobody end. Nobody really controlled the game for long. For long too long. Of it was only really five or ten minute periods, and mm. then it would just swing again. Speaking of swinging, um, I really liked some of the Hawthorne. So the one of the things I noticed, and I said this to you during the game, was that some of the switches that Hawthorne were doing were so fast. Compared to the way they were last year, oh yeah, like some of, they just look it's so like much more the, drilled. Yeah, they, they look so the much plan. more switched on. They link up so well. There were so many beautiful passages of play where it was just like wow. They knew exactly what to do. And O'Meara, how well is he? Just you know, linked into this whole thing. Like he just looks. They look like they've been playing together for five years. Yeah, a lot he, of them. Mitchell, Mitchell slotted in so well. He, I know he's getting these crazy numbers, but it's working. It's working. They're winning games. Yeah, and, that's the thing. And that and the the big in from last year, uh, Jarman Impey, he was he was lightning everywhere. He's yeah. he's going to be just something special to to just to so two in a row for the ball. Hawks, and then they come up against Richmond next yeah, week. Yeah, so massive so. game next week for them. And uh, I think the Cats have got. Oh, we'll look into that for we'll get, the next we'll get episode. That yeah, yeah, so. So but, I mean, not so not so much more to take I'm out happy, of it. But, but I'm I think, not getting ahead of myself as a Hawthorne supporter. I think that's, that's the sure. thing. Again, it's an incredible game, but again, very very early in the season. I think both teams are going to be about the mix. I thought Hawthorne were a pace behind Geelong, but I reckon they're a lot closer than people realise. I reckon they are cl- much closer to that top echelon. Well, you called it started. Popovich right? is back. Pop- yeah, he is. And- He's the Popovich of our game, and if you follow the NBA, the Hawks are like the Spurs. They're always about the mix. They're always going to be about there, and their coach is the best in the league. No matter what anyone tells you, he is unbelievable. Well, the numbers show it. And- yeah, what was that stat that came up in one of your tweet feeds? After the after the buy last year, oh, so- Hawthorne are eight and three against eight and three against Adelaide, GWS, Geelong, and Sydney. Wow, that's a d- <laughs> so since since start. then they've basically completely turned it around, and the game plan that he's got is worse against is, the is, best. It's, it's a beautiful balance of offense and defense. It's great to watch, and it's it, it's it's I think it's going to catch a lot of teams off guard this year. I, I reckon Hawthorne are dangerous. Whether they make a tilt for it this year, don't know. But I reckon worry, I'd be worried in the next two or three years. They look good, yeah. and and they again they're a young side again. I mean, this is the thing. Like, you know, I know they've got... If they take Berg on out because he's 400 years old, that brings their age down quite a bit. Yeah, and that was probably the only... Well, there's a couple of things. That he, 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 he was injured he as well. His, so. He tweezed his hand, but we don't know much about it at this stage. He, we, can't, we, we don't want to talk about stuff we don't know. No, and there was someone it's else. not much to know. Well, Sicily. So, Sicily looks like he'll get reported. He'd need Joel Selwyn in the head. I'm not sure what... He's going to get a week. Yeah. That's just, <laughs> even die out all dons of waters. Come yeah, on, if he doesn't, he'll get, get a week. The only reason he won't maybe get, he doesn't. He, the only reason he won't get a week for that we'll get is if the umpires from today 
actually you're on the uh, tribunal and they just go oh, you know what don't care don't see it because they were woeful I'm not going to bag the umpires much but they were woeful not just for Hawthorne they were woeful That's, yeah, we, don't, we don't want the, if you go this is not what the podcast no, we're going to be about, about through the year but the umpiring was garbage on both sides it was rubbish it actually I mean, affected it, the game yeah, it actually did. Razor Ray, we, we, we noticed at the game a couple of times, Razor Ray and the Elephant Man, the other bloke. Both of them, day number 18 and was it, I can't remember his number, I couldn't no, care less, but those two, tell you what, they... they couldn't ball they, up, they, couldn't bounce the ball, uh, couldn't, couldn't see a push in the back if anyway, you paid them. And um, that's I, don't usually, I don't usually swear at the footy, especially if there's younger people around me. Yeah, but you, I you let off a couple of bombs. Couple there of was bombs. two kids in front of us. I was like, hey, yeah, yeah, lower, lower it just slightly. These but kids are going to go home and go, Rack! but I couldn't help it. They were woeful umpires. But that's why we always back them up. Saying it's the hardest, hard, and the hardest game, Joe. Yeah, yeah, umpire. hard game, hard game. But it was, it was annoying. But anyway, it was a great game. We're dribbling on. Thanks yeah. so much for listening, guys. This is a big reason why we're going to split the episodes because we've gone, what have we gone, eighty-three minutes in, and yeah. we haven't even got to the next round. So, so that's all right. But um, that was good though. But I liked it because it meant that we could, you know, talk about, you know, specific players that we're wanting to look at. We can go a bit deeper into some of the bigger losses and some of the bigger wins. It gives us more time to kind of go a bit deeper into the scores. We can talk a bit more stats, but not, you know, Absolutely. we don't want to become stats heavy. But at the same time, last week, you know, listening through it, like we we, we did kind of skip over a bunch of stuff. So let us know what you think of it. Um, if you're wanting more, wanting less, let us know. Because um, this podcast is for the fans and it's going to be ever evolving um, so you know things. This is the first time we've done it, so things are going to you know come and go, and that's and that's just uh, we want it to evolve yeah. organically. So we're going to try but, doing this split thing. But at the same time, go. organically, we'd love you to get onto your podcast and give us a review, rate us, rate and review. So that's it. And you hear that from all, all the podcasts. I didn't understand that segue at all, but that's fine because we're so, tying up. We're about that's to finish. It. So rate and review, please. So any. Basically, the when you rate and review things on on iTunes, it um, it means that a lot of the other podcast apps get that data, and it, it helps other people see see the podcast. So if you could do that, that would be fantastic. Um, the more people that listen to it, the better it'll get because it means we'll be able to get more supporters, more listeners. Means better podcasts. We quit our jobs and we make podcasts. So um, <laughs> that's anything might be a little while away, but hopefully. It's Spread talk, the word. Talk footy. That's non-stop. it. Twenty four hours a day. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your time. See ya. Cheers.